You can't get ahead. Because I don't have a liquor license. Oh, stuff right right now. Professor, where in the hell is that VHS controller? God damn it, Feather. Uh, this is Midnight Gadfly. I wasn't even turning shit down yet. <laughs> Sorry. And <laughs> this is Dr. Head, as always, loud and proud in your ears. <laughs> and the <Raging>. Sophistiborn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and you were listening to Oh yes, oh yes. We're, we're back to the history, history of horror in the 1980s. Ooh. Oh, what a period for horror. I will preface saying that it was very much given a boost by uh, VHS technology. Um, VHS technology came in in the late 70s, but by the 80s, it was flourishing and it was popular. So almost everybody had a VHS player and you could rent movies from all of your local rental places and it was a veritable plethora of movies that you never had access before. It was half the fun going looking for them too, I thought. It, was it just... absolutely was. I mean, that was part of the whole part of the whole deal. And what was it? Video Spectrum we used to go to. <laughs> Mark, you used to go there too. I, I all did. you guys did. Oh, yeah. 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 Was like, she was so cool about that. She would get everything for us. And it was just, you know, you, oh, yeah, write yeah. it down. I remember Tim and I would go in there and we were talking to her about Godzilla movies. And the next thing we know, she was saying, hey, we got some new Godzilla movies. Or, uh, you know, we were talking to her about anime and Ultraman and few weeks later she's got some of it in so she was really really cool about getting stuff in. <laughs> she put some tar and feather up there or to sell <laughs> yeah she that, was great it was great and that was a great place to you know find new stuff that you know you wouldn't normally find but it was just a big boom and and it was a boom to the um uh, horror industry and we'll get into that with with all of the shot to video vhs you know the beginning of the digital kind of digital so oh. digital whatever you want to call it uh revolution but anyway, let's start with in 1980, and we're just going to take this uh, at random. We're going to talk about the 80s in general, as we have, as we did the 70s. Um, I'm going to start out with the the um, 1980, The Shining. Yes. Yeah, that was a big one that year. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, yeah, this is 1980, so we're breaking the 80s in with a, a, a you know a a truly classic. Um, Huge. A yep. masterpiece um, manipulation of a Stephen King story by Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> Stanley Kubrick, come on, you know. <laughs> well, I, I like this movie because of how uh, it was really kind of divisive. It, people who were big uh, Stephen King fans, you know, they all were like, "Oh, they've you know they changed the story or whatever." Um, and I never read the yeah. Shining. I never read read it, so I, I had no idea. All I know is watching that movie. Uh, it was creepy. It's like one of the I have to, really yeah. creepy scenes. I like them both. 
Actually, I, I read the book and I, I like the book too. I'm, I'm not a big Stephen King fan, but I like the book. And then seeing this, I liked it too. It was, yeah. yeah it was a nice. I could see why a lot of things were done to do it that way. I mean, it was, it was all right. It suggested it. Well, even if I'm a, a fan of a book and they make it into a movie, I actually don't want them to make it into the, you know, the book version of the movie. Um, I like the idea right. of it being translated because right. they're two different mediums. Plus, I've already read the book. Why do I want to watch it now? You know, other than to maybe see somebody do the visuals or something like that. Well, yeah, I think the disappointment comes that way, though. I mean, you you expect to see it one way, and, and you shouldn't walk into, you know, I mean, you shouldn't view it that way. But but people expect to see it one way, and it doesn't come out that way. As we learned I mean, from Colorado right. Space. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> yeah. The no, shining. Kubrick. I mean, that, that, I think it's Kubrick. I think it's one of Kubrick's. He has those hallmark, cold, sterile, distant shots. Those hallways, and and coupled with his stark, uh, in your you know, kind of blunt style in some ways, and then subtle in others, and then combined with the musical score, uh, you know, I I think it's one of the the better translations of King's work, even though it wasn't really faithful as much as like the TV version, which came out years later, which uh, I also no, like. I agree. But it was Kubrick's it, version. It was Kubrick's right. vision it, of The yes, Shining yes, and how he and how he wanted to see it and how he thought the better, it, you know, in, his, in his vast genius and how he thought he could make it better. Yeah. Um, and, and what he did was made it just as good as, in my opinion. I mean, he did a great job yes. of making it different and still being right. very appealing and you have to come on you know olive oil my gosh yeah. i never my all-time favorite that. actresses yeah <laughs> anyway um jack nicholson come on just absolutely brilliant in this movie didn't jack nicholson is absolutely brilliant in every movie is ever there. i'm sorry another movie that came out let's move on another movie that came out in 1980 was friday the 13th chop, chop, chop. Kill, kill, kill. Think about that. How many Friday the 13th have there been made? About 13. 13. Too many. I don't know. What? Let's see, Jason. I don't know. That was a rhetorical question. <laughs> Jason in space. Plethora. And, then and that means a lot. And then the remake. <laughs> oh, there was a ton of them. Anyway, so that came out. That came out in. in uh, that came out in. You know the one I kind of like, though? Well, two of them. I like the, the Jason versus Freddy. Just because that was like, yeah, well, yeah, because I was like Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. That was exactly <laughs> what that was. I like that. And what was the other one? The other one that was really goofy. The the one we was in space, had him frozen Jason in space. <laughs> yes, yeah, I like I, that one. That was that was pretty funny. What, I, I saw the first few uh, first few in the theater. I was really want, interested in special effects makeup at the time, and that's what I wanted to do for a living. And so I was going to watch these more movies and figure out what how they were doing the effects. And it was all Tom Savini, those first couple. Yeah. You know, and they were excessively gory, really, really gory. I mean, it was the first, like, big, successful splatter movie, you know, or, or slasher movie that was, like, Halloween before that, that was kind of bloodless. This was, this was comparatively, a, I mean, excessively gory movie. Yeah. Well, and you, you mentioned, uh, and you mentioned, movies? say again, Tar. Oh, the H.G. Lewis movies. Uh, That's true. They were not. Those were less than mainstream. This was like a big first mainstream hit. I think that was as gory. Oh, I, you know, VHS. You know that export. Yeah, I was just wondering. 
because <laughs> well, you know, the eighties saw you know uh, really uh, an extreme um, explosion of the the uh, series movies. You know, the Friday the Thirteenth, Halloween, oh franchises, how many, yeah. how many Halloweens? You know, and they just started coming out in the eighties. All of this, uh, and here's one though, an early one, Evil Dead that came out in what 80, 81, 80. Maybe? 80 or yeah. 81, yeah. I think it's 80 actually. Yeah, I yeah, know. I think it, I, yeah, something Evil like that. Dead. Anyway, but that's yeah. early, that's early on. Evil Dead, yeah, I know the movie. I'm gonna see when it comes up. Yeah, I oh, think, I, I by think. the way, that was one of the best drive ins 1981 experiences. Was it they showed Evil Dead and uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacred the 74. <laughs> nice, yeah, yeah. That, that was a good one. Yeah, I think that's a good point is that the 80s, uh. You know, embrace the franchise, the the blockbuster um, that the '70s created, um, and so like uh, with Halloween, you know, creating this kind of the slasher, um, indomitable monster. Like you don't even know what they are, but they also had the the horror sci-fi was started in the '70s and, and embraced a lot, I think, in the '80s as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of the franchises and, and uh, one of one of my favorite from this era, the early '80s, is The Fog. John Carpenter, and it is it is just a great like, ghost yeah, story. Like it, it was like simple that. and and like just like he did with Halloween, it is remarkably bloodless, um, save for a couple uh, you know undead pirates with like you know worms and stuff coming out of them. But he which does is great so by the way, much, yeah, it is a great effect. It's and it's so much just simple light and fog, like a literal yeah. fog machine and some light. But the story is compelling. It's one of my favorite all-time horror films. It's in my top ten, maybe even my top five. I could just watch it over and over and over again, and it never gets tiresome. What did you think of uh, Prince of Darkness? Uh, I didn't. Not. A, I liked it. I, I liked it's it for slow, you know, and the I like the premise of it. And Alice Cooper, so you can't come on now. But it's just a very <laughs> Did he just stay in the alley? Yeah. yeah. I, I guess I like the concept. Of yeah. The idea just wasn't everything else. It just didn't, wasn't uh, done. I know. Like, it's, it's weird enough that I liked it. Uh, sci-fi horror. Somebody said sci-fi horror. Scanners. Yeah. Yeah. Scanners. Oh, yes. Cronenberg himself. I mean, just he had like. A yes. In the 80s. Yes. He was like. His, my name is Daryl. Uh, going back to uh, uh, Stephen King, uh, when he did uh, what Dead Zone with Christopher Walken. Mm. I, to me, I think that's like one of the best. That's uh, one of my, one of my favorite. You know. Yeah, movies, I, that's, I think, uh, rendition. King. Yeah, that was a really good movie. Just, yeah, we, could we could we talk about the the two werewolf movies that came out a year apart or the same year? <laughs> Rick Baker, <laughs> you know? Howling, uh, Howling, and American Werewolf in and London. American Werewolf, yes, yeah, yeah, they came out in the early eighties, eighty one, eighty one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same year, two great werewolf stories, completely different in how they, how they approach the subject, you know. And to be honest uh, with you, I liked them equally both, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're yeah, they're great. They're they're completely both yeah different and they're enjoyable. Yeah, I love those movies, and the special effects were cutting edge. You know, there was pre CGI. Everything was practical. Uh, there was some animation in the Howling, like claymation kind of thing yeah. or, or stop animation. But 
uh, yeah, two really fun movies about werewolves. Well, just two, and two and great... in an, an American werewolf in London, one of the best transition scenes ever. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The uh... and and bringing back that horror comedy element to it too. You know, in the eighties, that seemed to be kind of a thing, bringing horror and comedy together again. Yeah, that's yeah, a. Yeah, we well, got two directors that are heavy hitters, like John Landis for American Werewolf in London, and then you have Joe Dante, um, who has probably made one of my yeah. favorite like kind of comedy horror <clears throat> movies, and that's The Burbs. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, that's an awesome movie. I was just thinking about that. That's a good movie. But uh, you know, like the whole slew of the, you know the trans. I mean, you go from the kiddish, but you know, like Gremlins, you know, and Poltergeist. And things like that, you know, you had all these, yeah. The comedy horror, like Return of the Dead, the stuff, you know, those yes. are the, those yeah. comedy horrors. Uh, Bad Taste, Blood Diner, you know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Bad Taste. Well, yeah, and those, yeah, and those, uh, those Friday the 13th, they they started coming out like year after year. Um, yes. So, like, well, the, the oh, franchise yeah. just blew up. We were yeah. talking about the Howling. How many Howling movies? You know, there there's a, a bunch of those. I thought there's at least four. Yeah. One of yeah. my favorite titles, Your Sister's a Werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I like the, what's the, what's the Australian one? Uh, the, oh, marsupial, the marsupial. marsupials. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I, I like Howling 2's original title, Howling 2 Sturbo, Werewolf Bitch. <laughs> wow. I don't know why they didn't use that one. I, I don't know. Well, in that same year, we also had Wolfen. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. I actually like Albert Finney. I like Albert Finney. Yeah, so do I. I had just seen that and, for the very first time just a few, like a month ago, Wolfen. What did you think? And what was that? The super intelligent wolves? Yeah, the super intelligent wolves. I, I liked it. I liked the premise. I thought it was really different. And I thought it was kind of daring for what they were doing at the time. But there was also the so-called, you know, the ecological message that was kind of at the, you know, at the time that was made, those were messages that were coming out in other horror movies as well. But I, I loved the Native American theme. It felt like it might be, not, not, not to diminish it or anyway, or to make fun of it. I think it would have been like a really great Kolchak, the Night Stalker episode. That's kind of how it felt like to me, like this, like a movie length Kolchak because of the investigative, you know, aspect of it. You know, and I could just, uh, I can see Kolchak trying to figure this out. No, I like Wolfen. I thought that about Octoman. I thought that Kolchak, <laughs> that could have been a Kolchak episode. Ten minutes. There we go. <laughs> Uh, here's here's a movie. How about uh, Angel Heart? Oh, Mickey Rourke, uh, Louis Cipher. Yeah, yeah, Mickey yeah. Rourke and Robert De Niro. Yeah, that's a that was a a very <laughs> before he walked pugs. It has a it's a really dark and bleak. It's got that I love the setting and it reminds me a lot of how how seven the movie seven feels that oppressive kind of darkness right that right. movie to me feels that same way you know yeah. it's, it's that's a the fincher feel yeah well it's also yeah. it's not just that it's the the usual suspects because there's a that twist at the end you know where right. you don't really know yes. you, you know you're watching the whole yes. time what a twist it's a it, just great yeah i thought i thought i thought that was a and and just a, a relative uh, you know, I don't get creeped out a lot, but that that movie has a, a a certain creep factor to it that I think that you know they 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 succeeded in in you know putting into my head. 
Mm-hmm. Another was it was it nay the creeps? Yes. Another one. Another one. Um, um, I was thinking about this. Wait a minute. Oh God. Uh, Videodrome. Oh yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, it came out like in the mid eighties. Some. Eighty six. Something like that. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. No. Right. right around. Oh, I thought it was earlier, yeah. but. I, yeah. Could. Uh, yeah. Mid eighties. I don't know. Early eighties. It's That's it's in the eighties. It came out in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, and, it, and it did. It did. Eighty-three. Three. Uh, that's one of my all-time favorite movies. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we talked about that. Very, very odd movie to come out. Yeah. Well, and they, it was, it was in, to be released like that too. Yeah. When we talked about it, the advertising did not match the movie. So what we went to see. So like I went with uh, Professor Feather, you know, and I think I was like what sixteen at the time. And uh, we're walking, and I thought it was going to be like a Star Wars movie or maybe a Blade Runner. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we're watching this Nothing movie. Nothing but, oh, my God. <laughs> I know. I'm, like, I'm like, he's got a vagina in his chest. <laughs> and, it, and it's got Deborah Harry. Oh, okay. So I was in love with Deborah Harry back then, so that was my main reason for wanting to go. Those are some dreamy <laughs> eyes she's got. But that, and that to me, <laughs> that was... Apparently, pain and pleasure there. So that was kind of a breakthrough movie for me. I, it just uh, for him. I, I like everything that he does, but there was just something about that movie that resonated on so many levels for me. I really like that. And, Another one that well, resonated that I saw. I think I think Tar and I might have seen this together because I never saw it when it came out or anything. Because this might have been like at the store or something. Was uh, Reanimator? Oh, oh, so oh yeah, great movie. Yeah. yeah. Fun movie. Stuart Gordon, all this stuff in the eighties. Yeah. yeah, Stuart Gordon, and then uh, who's the guy? Jeffrey Combs. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Jeffrey Combs. Yeah. I really just cool as hell. The Frighteners. You when he was in the yeah. Frighteners, that was really fun. Yeah. Because they did they did a couple of those Lovecraft, the uh, Reanimator, and then the one after with the the Beyond. Oh, the pineal gland. The Beyond. Pineal? Oh yeah, the Beyond. The Beyond. beyond. <laughs> Right. I like that one too, but that was so over the top. It's great. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, I, I, there was a like we have with the two werewolf movies came out. Uh, there was the same year we had two vampire movies came out. I think what was it nineteen eighty seven, um, eighty six, eighty seven. The Lost Boys. Oh, okay. And uh, Near Dark. Oh, yeah, Near Dark. You're right. Oh, right. Yeah. Two kind which, of similar movies, which is very odd. Right, and Lost Boys got all the got all the pop press. You know, because of the songs and the soundtrack, and and it it near dark totally got lost uh, in in all that, which I no, think well, dark, I, I think it's definitely it. a better movie. My opinion. Yeah, but I think that's kind of the trend now, though. More people noticed, you know, near yeah. dark kind of flavor. Mm-hmm. And that, those and were think, those were both movies where they were trying to pack in the music soundtrack. You know what I mean? Very popular yeah. music to, in order to to keep all this stuff together. I like Near Dark because who doesn't love vampires in an RV, right? <laughs> right. And and you got what three cast members from Aliens repeating, you know, acting together. Oh right, right. Yeah. So we have uh, Game Over Man <laughs> and and uh, Vasquez. And, so he's not Hicks. He's Hickey. Sorry. <laughs> they're, all, they're all together again. And Bill uh, Paxson. Right. Right. Exactly. So I had I had never even heard of Near Dark till probably sometime in the golly nineties or, or maybe even around two thousand. 
and I've never even heard of them because all I heard was Lost Boys, Lost Boys. And I like the movie, you know, don't get me wrong. But then when I saw them near dark, I'm like, oh my God, this is just such a great, different movie. When it, It's you so know? funny because Adrian Pazdar, who plays the kid, um, ends up on like tons of television shows. He was on Heroes um, as one of the Hero Brothers. He was also, I think he's on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, he right. plays like the some general or something like that. So he, yeah. he grew up to be, you know, this guy that's uh, quite a bit of a working actor. Who was it that we met? Uh, who was the head vampire? Herman. We met him um, at a convention. Herman is his last oh, name. Oh, you mean from Lost Boys? From Lost Boys. Yeah. Her- Herman. Don't you remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Herman. Something. He, he was super cool. Well, Not Pee Not Pee Wee. I think Herman was his first name, wasn't it? I don't know. I can't remember. I'm drawing, drawing a total blank of what his name is. You can't remember. <laughs> Edward Such Herman. His, his name was Edward <laughs> Edward Herman. Edward, Edward, yeah, Edward Herman. Herman. Yeah, we had a great conversation with him, he and his wife. Just prior to um, him passing a, away. Horror hound, right? Yeah, he was like right before he passed away. No, I thought that was at Cinema Wasteland. No, no, it, was no it was Horror Hound. Was it? Oh yeah, it was definitely there because he was definitely like, horror. Oh yeah, he was effusive. He loved you guys. He had he made her take pictures of you. You know, he wanted pictures with you guys. <laughs> it was hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I wish nice. I'd like to have one you know, had a picture with him. We should. You know, he probably would have charged us. Yeah, he passed. <laughs> he was there with his wife. His wife was really cool. He passed away in uh, yeah. 2014. Bucks, yeah. <laughs> Say again. He passed away in 2014, age 71. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. but we had a great conversation with him. But yeah, but yeah, the 80s, I mean, and, and there again, uh, just all of the movies that you could start seeing that you had a hard time seeing and even knowing were out there because, of, of, because of the trauma. VHS technology. Yeah. Yes. Trauma became, you know, started the coming VH. into, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, just all, all of that. And, and, but, you know, I guess one of the big things is, you know, there, there are gems among, among all of the, um, the, the sure. series stuff, you know, uh, which I, I'm not real fond of so most serious stuff just doesn't interest me. I love um, the I'd evil. I like to see it move on. It's also seemed the 80s also seemed to be um like a Stephen King era too because like Cujo came out in I think in in like I don't know for the early 80s Cujo and didn't yeah it seems like there was a couple more in the 80s. Yeah. Cemetery, uh, yeah. uh Silver Bullet. Yes. Creep yeah. Creep Show. Oh Creep yeah. Show. Oh well, yeah which yeah. My all time favorite. I, I, I was gonna say I do like Creep Show. Creep Show's fun. Yeah, he uh, he did a, a ton of stuff in the eighties. Oh, here's Enjoy here's one for anybody. Um, so, um, in nineteen eighty two, this movie came out. Um, for all of you uh, pubescent uh, young lads out there at that time, <laughs> Swamp Thing with Adrian Barbeau. Yes, Adrian. Yeah, she was hot. Okay. <laughs> And some guy played Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing <laughs> was a movie like Aquaman. Oh, Swamp Thing. I think I yeah. Yeah, Swamp Thing. That was not a good movie. Well, then didn't we have didn't we have Return of the Swamp Thing? Yep. Yes. Which yes. Was, even was not even a not a better. More, but not a good movie. <laughs> the monsters looked. But better. it wasn't about the movie, Doctor Head. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was about the landscape. 
It was about to landscape, yeah. That's right, exactly. Look at that landscaping. Huge tracks of land. Man thingscaping. Sorry. <laughs> I need a weed whacker for that one. When, and you were talking 80, 82, we also had the thing. Oh, uh, yeah. John Carpenter. yeah. There again, that, that sci-fi horror. And again, just like a, a confluence of just brilliant uh, uh, artists. I mean, because you get John Carpenter and then all the actors that are great in that. It's like every every character actor from the 70s and 80s is in that movie. And then you have... Uh, what, and, any, but they do it well, though. It's, yeah, they do. And then yeah. Ennio Maricone's uh, soundtrack, I mean, you know, this is, I think, John Carpenter's opus. This is like his greatest uh, uh, movie that he's made. It is a fantastic yeah. movie. Yeah. Yep. Definitely worth watching. Um, it's right. I think that between that and the fog, I mean, he was on a roll on Halloween. He just like could do no wrong. Yeah. The Hall Halloween's <laughs> good. And um, so are you guys uh, ones who like ghosts Mars? So. How many of you liked Halloween too? I liked Halloween right. too. Yeah. Yes. I love yeah, it. I remember liking it first time when I saw it. Yeah, I yeah, like same it. here. And I actually, I actually make myself watch one and two together as like it's one movie. It is one movie. Yeah, um, and it, it's a different director, but I think he really does a good job of uh, you know channeling Carpenter or whatever. Yeah, carrying on the vision. Yeah. And speaking of those, I, I did like season of the witch uh, or whatever. That's, <laughs> number, three. number three. Yeah. I like it in its own, separated from all that other garbage. Yeah, it just, I liked it. Yeah, it just, it's just weird. Yes. Yeah. No, no, it was, it was ruined by, it was ruined by the toss of the mask up over the, uh, the video yeah. camera up in the corner. The I'm mask like, mask toss. Come on. <laughs> I think I, oh, I think I laughed. I think I laughed. I think I laughed in the theater when that happened. Oh yeah, we, we <laughs> went. Yeah, we went and saw it in the theater, and I was very <laughs> disappointed. Very disappointed. Oh. That's but in, a bad in movie viewing, classic. in yeah, in viewing, you know, retro viewing, it is. It's a bad movie classic. I absolutely true, absolutely true. Another person, um, um, Wes Craven. Um, oh God, yeah. Um, um, Nightmare on the Serpent and the Rainbow. Oh, I think that's, oh. Yeah. that's a creepy. Toward the end of of eighties, yeah. I think. <clears throat> yeah. It with 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 when my all time favorite actor Bill Pullman. Right? I love Bill Pullman. Yeah. <laughs> Zero effect. Oh man, that there's a movie, that is one brilliant ass movie, man. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I, but that's and that's kind of an odd movie. Well, you know, I bring it up mainly because you know, look, look at how that that was shot and just the the the, the way the whole thing was was presented. Um, very very, I don't know. There was something fresh about it. Um, almost it was almost that docu drama style. And um, you know, which wasn't you know being used a ton at that time. That's a uh, um, that uh, that's actually my favorite Wes Craven movie. Yeah, you guys are right. I mean, uh, um, John Carpenter was on fire in the eighties, man. Like Christine. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I think it's really good. But what I thought was fun about the eighties, though, you saw all these other low budget stuff surface. You know, I mean, you would see these big budget movies, but then also you would see like these basket cakes. really odd films. Come up. Yeah, yeah. I had cakes. access to. I should Reanimator. put access the first. Yeah, right. Yeah, 
Yeah, um, the Evil yeah. Dead. All the Tempe exactly. stuff. The you Evil know? Dead. Robot Ninja. No, maybe not that. <laughs> evil Dead. Chomping Wait a minute. Evil Dead. No, Evil Dead, though. But, yeah. Yeah, I would say that's probably one of my favorites is uh, the whole Sam Raimi Evil Dead series. Um, yeah, agreed. The uh, There's just so much fun and exuberance in filmmaking with that whole thing that it just uh, it just sucks you in. Plus, it's it's got uh, Bruce Campbell. <laughs> Hail to the king, baby. Hail to the king. We uh, we actually got to see him live when he, uh, they call me Bruce. He was doing his uh, tour with his movie. Uh, and he was very charismatic in person as much as he was, uh, you know, in the movies. Yeah, he's, he's a lot of fun to see live. A lot of fun. Did you have a chance to talk to him or anything like that one on one? Well, we went. I went with uh, my son, and uh, he was too awestruck to ask the question he wanted to ask. And I think he had like a great question or whatever. Um, but it was funny. This little kid asked him something, and Bruce just walked up to the little kid and looked at him. And he goes, "I'm not your little monkey. I don't just perform when you tell me to." <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was uh, yeah. He was really good. Uh, and I don't know if you have you ever seen that. They call me Bruce. It's a pretty fun movie. No. No, not I've never seen it either. I got to see him when he was doing his uh, book tour for uh, If Chins Could Kill. Oh, I've read that um, book. It's great. Yeah, it is. And uh, it was at the Borders in Ann Arbor back when it was still open. And they were holding it up on the second floor. And everybody, it's, second floor is completely packed. And then all of a sudden, everybody, people knows that the elevator is coming up. And everybody turns, looks at the elevator. Ding! Doors open. He's standing in there. He steps out and goes, what the hell is everybody doing up here for? And everybody starts cheering. He's like, all right, yeah, get out of the way. He's being funny, of course. And yeah, yeah. Goes and sits down at his table. And then he just kind of motions for people to come up. It was hilarious. Yeah. There's a, I think, uh, you know, with the 80s, we had a lot of, uh, um, like, more popular directors. So, like, you know, Poltergeist and... Um, yeah, one, yeah. two, oh, and three, yeah. I think. Yeah, all yeah. in the eighties, maybe. Yeah, they were like right, really close together. I and yeah. we were just at a convention where they had all of the, the people from Sleepaway Camp uh, there. Oh, oh, yes, yeah. that's yeah. nice. Oh, another one, Hellraiser, came oh, out. I think yeah. in the mid eighties. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I loved that the box. You know, I had one of those. <clears throat> we got them in the store. And so I owned one of those for quite a long time. I actually like Hellraiser. I like Hellraiser two better. Um, Hellraiser two. Hellraiser two. Yeah, because yeah. they went into the like nightmare world a lot more, and you know, um, I don't know. It just seemed like an, a more interesting um, premise than the first one. I like the first one too. I think, I think they're both really creepy um, with the looks and the special effects. Um, yeah. I don't know that the writing and the directing is all that great. You know. Yeah, Clive Barker seems to do better with short stories than he does with the longer stuff. Hmm. A lot I'm, of not a, I'm not a Clive Barker fan. Yeah, I'm not really. I mean, I read some yeah. of the stuff I had to read for horror, and I like the short stories. But some of some of his short stories, because you can get through them and get through the crap, and then read a couple of good ones. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the whole point of short stories, right? It, I guess. <clears throat> yeah. The yeah. Fly I, came out. Meet, meet the Hollowheads. Talked about the fly, right? <laughs> We had I, I would be remiss. Uh, oh, sorry. Two. Probably, I think, didn't they come out too? I think. Yeah. Slide do. Both 80s movies. Yeah. Are we forgetting um, two essential viewings? Uh, 
Jaws 3D and Jaws <laughs> Revenge. That's true. <laughs> I thought you were going to say bad taste or what was that? Those are, those are particularly horrific movies. Is, yes. is, is that where Fonzie jumps the shark? Yeah. Yeah, I like I love Jaws 3D. Uh, it is so bad. Oh, yeah. Uh, Louis Gossett Jr. and uh, Leah Thompson and, um, oh, I can see, what's, who's the head trainer? The guy. The shark. Yeah. yeah, I shark my pants. Um, <laughs> yes, I, shark, I really want to see this in 3D sometime because it, it, it looks awful. Dennis but, Quaid. Dennis Quaid, thank you very much. For that. Uh, but Jaws, Jaws the Revenge is a special kind of hurting. You know, that's that's a special kind of awful there, you know, with, yeah. the, with the growling shark. It's, and the shark. Juice to my it's going to get you, man. Come here, Michael. <laughs> yeah. Just horrible horrible <laughs> hey i want to throw oh, oh go, go ahead, ahead go ahead go ahead, no, you, go ahead. Best, go. I, I wanted to throw in one of my uh, favorite 80s films and the reason i like it is because of the nod it gives to horror hosts am you guys um uh fright night 1985 oh. oh, correctly yeah. that for, I, yeah i remember seeing that in the theater and just it's one of those movies where it, there's so much in it that I love because you've got Roddy McDowell as the as the horror host. And he's going to lose his show. And then there's the, the subplot with the vampire that lives next door. I, that for me, that's a um, that is a, a movie that's just so perfectly. It, it's just it's a great package. It, it starts. It ends great. And you, then they do that damn sequel which was terrible and roller skating vampires, which could be fun, but oh, not I like here. the sequel. Uh, let the right one in. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, no, Fright Night was just, I just love that movie. It was so much fun. Oh, see, with that lead up, John, I swear you were going to say Ghostbusters. Okay, so <laughs> I wasn't, wasn't sure if that, I mean, does, I guess that does qualify as a comedy sci-fi horror supernatural film. yeah because that's it, it has the scariest refrigerator i've ever fucking seen yeah. <laughs> think of the other those you know like what featherhead talked about the comedy horror was really prevalent in the 80s and like killer clowns from outer space oh, yes and yeah. blood diner gremlins shopping mall, you know yeah the stuff with, with yeah, with, oh, yeah. With, with the sense yeah, of humor, yeah, yeah, exactly. Toxic Avenger, yeah, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, and and that's so so many of those came out on like you know you had mentioned uh, Feathered um, on VHS, you know, and that was where I saw most of these. Yes, I, I wasn't yes. going to the movie theater to see the stuff. It's like it was like when we first got cable, and we're like, wow, you know, we got HBO for free, and that's where I saw half these, you know. Th the, the stuff, Chopping Mall, you know, Angel Heart. Those were all movies that I either got on VHS or they were like on on HBO or something. Yeah. You know, yeah. streaming. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, um, what was the Chud? Didn't we already do a review of Chud? Oh, yeah, Chud. Chud. Yes, we nice. did. Um, cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. Chud. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know that. Uh, the incredibly strange zombies who stopped living and became. Doctor Head. Hold up, Doctor Head. That's Chud. C H U D. Oh oh oh. Okay. Well, I'm adjusting the wrong thing then. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know you know the stuff is on uh, Amazon Prime, so we could do a watch party with that. Nice. That'd yeah. be a good one. Yeah. yeah. And if, yeah. Oh, anyway, yeah, just tons of stuff in the '80s. I mean, it, like I said, it, 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 there was like a. We thought the '70s was was an explosion. The '80s is even more of an explosion, <laughs> because you know now we are definitely entering the realm of of almost instantaneous transmission of uh, movies. You know, useless data. Uh, and it's not, it was more than just the slasher genre. The slasher genre got really popular, but oh, the 80s, yes. there's a yeah. lot more to it than just slasher, you know, films. Um, you know, there's a lot of great stuff and a lot of schlock. Zombie movies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, then you got Lucio, Full Cheese, Zombie. Yeah. If you go outside. You know, Dawn of the Dead. Right. You know, I mean, these were two great Where zombies. Where are the uh, uh, movies, you know, coming out of Germany? Yeah. Ew. <laughs> Yeah, and you know there horror movies. Yeah, Friday the Thirteenth. Only it only took them five years to have a new beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And (laughs) some of the more fun movies. I mean, I love Child's Play. Um, Oh, Brad Dorff's. Yeah, yeah. I I used to watch it with my grandma. She loved Child's (laughs) Play. I would watch every week. I'd go to her house. I'd make her like. you know, lunch or something like that. We did lunch together, and like every Thursday, I'd go over, and we would spend the afternoon. Oh, please don't put that movie in again. We would watch <laughs> two horror movies. There was nothing that would scare her. Nothing, nothing that was too scary. Nothing that was too bloody. And her her, her view on uh, on Child's Play was like, oh, that Chucky, he's got really pretty eyes, but he gets awful mean. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> That's every one of those movies in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, another of the series that started in the 80s for me, late 80s. But oh, you know the one I really hated was that Small Soldiers or whatever that was called. You remember that? Yeah, that Small was, Soldiers. That was Joe, Joe Dante? Stupid. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, that was, was science fiction, though. Did you like it? That wasn't I horror, like it. science fiction. Well, other than a attack everyone, same thing, whatever. Oh, crossover, <laughs> science fiction and horror. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. I'll watch that movie in a whole different light now. <laughs> no, you won't. You're right. <laughs> One of my all-time favorite movies. It, that's cool. it the all. Iron Man came out in like 1989. <laughs> what did? <laughs> that's cool, the Iron Man. Uh, have we heard about this one before? <laughs> yes. Maybe once or twice. The same year Pumpkinhead came out. He didn't, he didn't see it in a the theater, Pumpkin though. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, Pumpkinhead. I remember great. watching oh. Pumpkinhead on, on a VHS tape. Yeah, yeah I love Pumpkinhead. And you also yeah, have Stan Winston. Stan like Winston, uh, the, the costume, you know, the, yep. and the animation, animation and the guy in the suit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A yeah. lot of fun. The creature Dude. looked really cool. Yeah. Don't forget so. Critters. Uh, and and even more so. Oh, I said critters. You did okay. Well, you didn't forget it then. The uh, so also <laughs> the fly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Didn't the fly do come out too in the same? Same. Oh. Did didn't fly one and fly two come out in the eighties? I don't know. Fly came out was eighty no, six. Yeah, eighty six. I think it was like eighty eight or eighty nine. I think I think it was. Yeah. But 89. I mean, like, pretty yeah. quick though too. Yeah. yeah. And it had uh, what's his name, um, Stoltz. Yeah, Eric Stoltz. Yeah. I'm shocked that no one has 
mention the movie with the great line, you're bleeding. I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> Jesse Ventura. Oh, Predator. Predators. Predators. <laughs> yes. It's great. Movie. Oh, Predator. Yeah. It's considered horror science fiction. You guys, I think there you go. That's, I said crossing over. Crossover. Yeah, yeah. Like just like aliens. And the best part yeah. of that movie is Bill Duke, as he is the best part of every movie. <laughs> yeah. That dude's dry shaving the whole time. That's fucking yeah. terrifying. <laughs> it's very. He's very sweaty. So. <laughs> Not as sweaty as Octoman, but. <laughs> we. Like a moist. <laughs> yeah. His face was a moist toilet. <laughs> uh, Duck Tar or Professor Feather, have either of you seen uh, the Chinese vampire movie called Mr. Vampire? Have we ever talked about that before? Oh, yeah, yes. maybe once. Maybe once or twice. That's all. <laughs> once. <laughs> Only a gazillion times, but anyway. Yeah. I like that one. What was that, 82? Uh, I don't know. I think it is sure. something like that. What, what no one's talked about so far? Yeah, the Silent Omen Night, Deadly Night. Oh, si- yes. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and you know, right. not, not the first killer. Forget Santa about Claus. that. I forgot the first about that. horror movie around Christmas. You know, Black Christmas. And, yeah. But but I do remember the big brouhaha about this movie because parents were uh, complaining about the movie like after they took their kid to see it the kids traumatized and the parents are out complaining and I want to think what the fuck is wrong with you I mean can you not get it from the title of the movie or the fact that the poster has a big Santa Claus coming through with a holding a big giant axe and the fact that it's rated R (laughs) which one of these did not give it away to you you know yeah, saw him the other night. It's a bad movie, but what a, what a my mom dropped me off for a, a, a that's cool a Mexican Christmas movie up at the Claisel one year. That was pretty traumatizing. What was it? <laughs> uh, what was it? I think it was like I was a little kid and it was what was it? Little Red Riding Hood meets the monsters. Wow, that was for, for hot. That was pretty messed up. Christmas. That's when you started. It was like a holiday. They were showing you know like for kids. You know, it was a holiday. You know, like parents out shopping, everybody dropped their kids off up there. It was like a matinee type thing. And we were little, and I just remember them showing that snowing outside. Yeah, it was just the first time I was exposed to anything like that. It's like what? Do you, uh, it was just warped. What What do you guys think stuck about with, it? Stuck with me. By the way, what do you guys think about the gate? Have you ever seen? Oh, it? that was a fun movie. I don't think I've ever seen. Oh yeah. yeah, I forgot about it. Steven, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it's yeah. actually really good, and it's uh, it's so it's so indicative of the '80s and '70s. Um, I think Fright Night and some of those are as well because the they, little kids. yeah, they leave the kids yeah. alone. We're going on vacation. You kids stay here. Yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> all, yeah, all kinds of whacked out stuff. On the soundtrack too, oh, uh, Fright Night fell over and broke up into all those pieces. Okay. Sorry, what was that? Fright Night. I was just saying the soundtrack was really good too. It was a Tangerine right. Dream that the uh, soundtrack yes. frightened. Yes. Uh, it's it's fit, fit that kind of weird dreamlike quality it had sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, Tangerine Dream's awesome. Um, what was the what was the other one they did? Sorcerer. Sorcerer. Yes. Yeah. It was the, oh yeah. Was yeah. driving the truck? It's a good movie too. Oh, really good. Nothing like what you would think it was going to be. No, nope, not at all. <laughs> yeah, but it's, no, a, yeah. it's a very very good movie. Transporting nitroglycerin across the jungle. Yes. 
That, that's an awesome movie. I like that. Yeah, and we had that. Uh, what was it? The Monster Club. We had Club. Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven. Oh yeah, they're they're oh, no Part every, Six. Every year, Jason lives. Every year. We had the Omen Three. <laughs> the Final Conflict came out in the eighties, early eighties. But was it the final? Who knows? I didn't I watch thought it. Was another, I, I thought there was another one. <laughs> I don't know. I never watched it. I quit watching I it. After it. I didn't particularly like the first one, so it was all right for first one. Yeah, I, mean, I just did, I didn't like it, but there you go. I think anybody else have a any subject thoughts, matter. I think the any final thoughts on the movies, the horror movies of the nineteen eighties? Yeah, there was a lot of them. Well, I think that the eighties gets a it gets Luther a the of, Wait, hold up, one at a time, Doctor Head first. Thank you. It gets a bad rep for just being slasher films. That's, you know, that was all prevalent in the 80s. And while the slasher films were popular, I think we've mentioned so many different movies today that we see clearly there was a wide variety of, of movies, not only in style, but in quality, in budget, in scope that ranged from schlock horror to edgy sci-fi. You know, and uh, so I think the 80s, every bit as much as the 70s, was like a, a furthering of the boom, you know, of, of what could be done because of uh, the quick release to home cassette, you know, you could make cheaper movies more quickly, cranking them out. And, 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 and the advent of like HBO right, to interject. Exactly. Right. And yeah. For a kid like me growing up a teenager in the eighties, having access to all the stuff, it was just, it was the dream. It was fantastic. Agreed. Yeah. The culture. What, uh, so Dr. Tar, what do you think about the mo movies of the eighties, the horror movies of the eighties, not necessarily movies, but the horror movies. Overall. I mean, it was just like you were just saying. You kind of ran the gambit of all of them. I mean, it was um, it was interesting how kids at the beginning of the '80s were the focus. You know, little kids. You know, like you had the Goonies and all. You know, it had that element, like the Scooby-Doo element, going on. And then it shifts a lot more towards the slasher and gore stuff later on. It's yeah. just like I said, you did a lot of interjection of uh just all this weird stuff coming in you know like luther the geek to the hollow heads to the forbidden zone you know you saw all that on vhs and you turned around and saw like friday the 13th and all that stuff in the theaters and it was just yeah kind of a weird time you can absolutely. see so much absolutely what do you think uh midnight gadfly well i think uh yeah i agree it's uh movie theaters and uh VHS, uh, the thing about the, the slasher films is they were geared towards teenagers, even though they were rated R. Um, and the movie theaters didn't give a shit. They'd let anybody in, you know, <laughs> so you could get in and watch those uh, anytime yeah, you yeah. want. Uh, what I like about the 80s is it's it seems to be what the 70s has started um, and and it kind of continues on. Uh, my favorite part being not just the big blockbusters, but some of the more independent stuff, you know, like uh, Evil Dead um, Maniac Cop, Phantasm gets a second one, you know, and I love I love Phantasm because he waits ten years before he makes <laughs> the sequel, uh, and he makes it himself. The um, so I think those two things to me are uh, what I like are the the really high budget and then the really low budget um, that actually has some some good stuff to it. Very cool. Well, yeah. What do, think, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think, Blue Fez? So I'm going to agree with Gadfly on here. 
about uh, the 80s and horror films. And I'm going to kind of bookend this by bringing back Video Spectrum. That was the place where I discovered The Evil Dead 2. And I remember taking it up to the counter and saying, you know, I saw the first one and, you know, it's the first one. I said, what, what's this? And the guy looks at me and he goes, just take it home and watch it. Trust me, you're going to love it. And I'm like, okay. Took it home and was completely blown away. I'm like, it was the first time I saw Three Stooges comedy mixed with just outright horror. And that was that Evil Dead 2 for me was like a revelation. It was like, oh, it's like that took that you know genre, kind of infused it with something completely different. And oh, it's been that's one of my favorite 80s horror movies um, of all time. Just because, like Gaffley said, we see the 70s kind of set up what we could do with the genre and the eighties totally delivers, takes it new places, high budget, low budget. It's all good. Yeah. I, I agree with just about everything everybody said for sure. Um, there you have it. The, uh, 1980s. And it was just a, it really was a great decade for some, some fantastic horror movies. Um, and, and just access. Yes, yeah, and the access. We could go into that in a whole different show because uh, I'll bring in the, the, the technology was enabled all of us to watch movies that we would never have seen from the mm-hmm. 1930s, the 40s, the 20s. Yes. The, yeah. it, it, the, the technology was such a, a, a boon to um, viewing things that, that you'd never had access to before. And, and, and plus all the new stuff that's coming out, you know, and all the innovation of the new stuff. Um, which was exciting for me, the, you know, video technology and, and, and that aspect. But anyway, there you have it. The uh, horror of the 1980s. Yeah, you guys want to watch me take a dump? Say! This is Dr. Tar. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked that up myself. Sorry. Go ahead, Tar. Come on, Tar. Tar, do it. Do it. This is Dr. Tar. This is Professor Feather. This is the Midnight Gunfire. This is Dr. Head. And available on VHS, Betamax, and Laserdisc. Whoa. <laughs> and you are listening to... Unsane radio at gmail.com. Flood our works. Tar and feather.com. Stephysicons.com. Or is it dot cunt? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
Parentheses TM plus parentheses. <laughs> I'm about to Ron Poe peel out. Cunting the Cutworth Productions. Uh, speaking, of, speaking of which, Mark Justice Writer on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> More than once, <laughs> we are earning our explicit tag today. <laughs> Is there anything worse we can say? <laughs> now so, so he has sophisticated. Would you have like hoity beavers? <laughs> this is not a group to test. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All litigation. Oh, no. are, all, litigation all litigation goes through our uh, legal team of. Morton Dom Enterprises. Morton. <laughs> you got a problem? We can have you solve it for a price. And I've been black hair. <laughs> blah blah blah. We freaks. John Boy's Z Z's. <laughs> John Boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's John Boy Z. John Boy John Boy You're right in the house. Oh, that wood boy. All we in the Z. We freaks on Facebook. Comic strip extraordinaire. Thank you. Thank you. It's the shilling. <laughs> Quiet. You want to get a suit? <laughs> Water up that bacon, boy. Brought to you by Martin Sheen. <laughs>